0: Hello there, welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz at this. No tomorrow. This week, we're talking about Doctor Strange in the multiverse of badness. And if you're wondering why I sound terrible, yes, I am recording this <laughs> from my girlfriend's accommodation in London without a microphone. So just just roll with it, just roll with it. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, John.
1: Hello, it's me. It's me,
0: John. You need to figure something better out than every time just being like,
1: hello, it's me. <laughs> because you got a great introduction like hey everybody welcome to the Albert Time Film Podcast (laughs) I tell you what
0: I've actually I've actually got plans to make a theme song for the pod so that's exciting oh (laughs) interesting yeah who knew so yes Multiverse of Madness the day is finally here let's just dive straight in full spoilers ahead everyone so if you haven't seen it you know, get on down, because there are definitely a few things to
1: talk about. Uh, what did you think? It, it takes a lot to digest mm, this film. Absolutely. There were some great moments, but there were some weird moments for characters that didn't really fit in for the film. Like, there's one character that wasn't explored enough, America. She doesn't really do much in the film, but, like, to teleport to mm. the multiverse and to explore her background. But the, the, the background to how she lost her parents is a bit She comical. saw a
0: bee or a wasp. It, yeah, no, it was, I feel like she's a plot device. She's literally there as a tool. A MacGuffin. She's you know, a MacGuffin. Yeah, she is a MacGuffin, exactly. She, and I think that the character that this film does well is Scarlet Witch. Oh my God. Mm. I have to say, like for me, obviously if, if you, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a while, if you remember us doing WandaVision last year, all we wanted was for Wanda to be a villain and to explore that. And I think this film did it so, so well. I think Sam Raimi's direction with all this horror elements was very nice. I mean, the whole sequence in the Illuminati with Wanda in the compound, killing everyone and chasing them through like the sewers. I thought that was really, really good. And it's probably the scariest the MCU has been and it it has so much style to it.
1: Yeah, and there were some scenes like transitioning, you know, like there were some really different styles that we haven't seen in the MCU, like some camera movements, like, you know, when Wanda's like floating and then like that camera just like, pans around and just mm. uh, do like a do 360 like it gives us that horror vibe and there was one great sequence was when she was attacking Cabotage and then <laughs> and Wong says "Fortify your mind and then, <laughs> and then Wanda sees one of the sorcerers down there and then she like teleports behind and it's like loses his mind and like oh my god so yeah
0: she literally just wh- whispers run and he just loses his his cool and um, yeah I mean it's interesting that you bring up the transitions because there's the way they, this film delivers exposition there's a lot of cross dissolving and fades and I think that's actually kind of like really unique for the MCU I mean this is one of the films where I cannot knock the style the colours are amazing the CGI is amazing and so the editing I think it all comes together so well and it makes something that doesn't feel like anything else in the MCU and it makes me so happy. Because think about, like, Spider-Man 3. Sam Raimi didn't really get to fully, you know, do what he wants. And and I don't know much about the production of this film, but it, it seems like this is a Sam Raimi film before it's a Marvel film. I think it's got really good sincerity. The jokes weren't that bad, you know? Considering most of the Marvel movies, we always complain about the jokes. It wasn't that bad. You know, I think all of it was, was, was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I just think I'd catch the jokes because... I was just having a mental breakdown just trying to watch the. Oh There's so much happening. And, um, and there was a huge reveal with all the characters at the Illuminati, and it only short-lived. We got John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. That was a bit of a shock right there because I remember him being rumoured in the Fantastic Four and then there he well, is. He's like, he's, he's like the fan cast, isn't
0: it? Like everybody who wants the Fantastic Four, they want John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic and they want Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman. I was pretty confident they were going to do Mr. Fantastic because in the comics, Mr. Fantastic is one of the Illuminati. So I was yeah, sure it was either going to be John Krasinski or the guy from the first Fantastic Four film. And mm. I never liked the idea of John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic, but I'm glad that we have it. You know, it was a really nice way to to nod to the fans just for a couple of minutes, you know, to give, give them all that scene. And I think that it was, you know, it was a fine scene. Like, you know, we had him, we had Patrick Stewart coming back as what is essentially the nineties X-Men cartoon professor x i thought that was really cool really good idea mm-hmm. uh, with the big yellow w- wheelchair um, yeah but what i like so much is how wonder absolutely wrecked th- those three. Oh yeah well, those those two and black bolt like when when oh. one of them's like oh, yeah. black bolt can can kill you just by opening his mouth and then she goes what mouth and then Oof. you just pan out to he has no mouth and he tries to speak and just melts his brain <laughs> and then the way she exactly and then the way she just kind of like Turns Mister Fantastic into spaghetti. It was amazing. It's exactly what like Thanos was doing with with the reality Uh, stone in Infinity War, and I feel like that was so creative. After so many films where people just shoot energy blasts at each other, it was great just to see you know her be really creative. And and I I don't really know how (laughs) Captain Carter survived so long. How did she survive? But Mister Fantastic didn't. I don't know. But I really liked how she was uh, cut uh, in uh, half with her shield. I just thought you know it was it was all a really really nice way to nod to the fans to nod to the illuminati of the comics and to also use these characters quite well in an action
1: scene do you remember the first episode of invincible yes yes that exactly gave that vibe at the end of it you know yeah yeah so that was a great way of like seeing wonder like completely losing it just like you know Mm. like the villain that we wanted to see and that was great and i was like oh wow We're, we're going into this that's that's great, and that was a great scene as well. Yeah, then... absolutely.
0: I mean, like, in, in WandaVision, we, we we critiqued, and I rewatched WandaVision recently, and I still think that the ending fight is really boring. It's just two people flying in the sky, shooting lasers at each other. But this film does Wanda's powers so much more interestingly in the way that it's shot, in the way that, you know, the scene where they trap Wanda in the mirror dimension, or what I assume is the mirror dimension, and she's, like, pulling people out of, of like, puddles of reflections. Like that was so good. Like I think everything they do with Wonder in this film is top
1: notch, and I I loved it. Oh, that was great. And there was like, uh, as you said about like the horror elements in the film is just great. Like when Wonder, you know, chases them, strange and Christine into the tunnels, and then she yes. like appeared out of nowhere. Like the water didn't drip; the stopped in midair, and it just appeared, and that was great. Yeah, I remember Kevin Feige was, like, you know, announcing the film, like, sorry, guys, it's not going to be R-rated. <laughs> it's going to be a PG-13. And, it's going to be PG-13, you're going to like it. And there was a lot of goy stuff. Like, what happened to Black Bolt? He, his brain just got melted, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, wow. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that we got to see a different tone, different vibe that it was mm. going for. and it. But it still did mostly deliver on the whole concept of the multiverse. Like, we had, you know, that scene where strange and america fall through all the different universes and that was a really really cool scene it was taking that scene in in the first doctor strange and taking it to the next level i think i think that was really nice
1: yeah i loved Danielle's score in this film it's great
0: yeah i mean like yeah i think that i did i would have liked to see a bit more of the michael giacchino doctor strange thor uh the Dr- doctor Dr- Dr- <laughs> strange theme kind of be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I was thinking of Michael Giacchino doing the score for Thor, Love and Thunder. But um, yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of his theme kind of come in. But we got a little bit of that and and I think it was cool. I, I really liked the the way that Danny Elfman scored the final moments where, Wanda, where Wanda's kids see her as a witch and like the other Wanda kind of says like although they will be loved and all that like I thought mm. that was really nice a really nicely
1: scored moment yeah and then another moment with Danny Elfin score was when there's two strange fighting each other to get hold of the dark cold they were using music to fight each mm. each other and that was cool they were. it yeah. was like Scott Pilgrim it did yeah it was yeah Yeah. I mean, it wasn't,
0: I mean, it wasn't quite as good as Scott Pilgrim, but it was definitely like Scott Pilgrim. But I I think that the action in this film in general was very creative. And it wasn't just the general kind of, you know, fighting style that we see in a lot of MCU movies. And I really enjoyed that. It, it, It made it feel, again, this film feels so different and it feels so rainy and I love it. I love that quality to it. But I do also think that because of that, and because of this film having to the multiverse, we do lose some stuff. I think Strange himself, has a very interesting arc. I really like all of his stuff with Christine. You know, kind of like the question of is he happy and him kind of admitting to himself at the end that he's not very, he's not happy and that he will love her in every universe. But there's also this kind of thing where he feels guilt about what he did in Infinity War, giving Thanos the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. And they could have gone further with that. There's a moment at the end where they say, "Oh, Strange, you've got to take, her, you've got to take America's powers. It's the only way." And it's kind of clawing back to Infinity War. And he's like, yeah, it's the only way. And then he realizes, no, there are other ways. But I kind of would have liked that to be explored a bit more. My, my problem with the the middle chunk of this film was that it felt like it took a pause just so we could meet the Illuminati. And I don't feel like that really furthered the plot. And I liked those scenes. I didn't dislike them. Like, It'd be a bigger problem for me if they were bad. But no, I thought they were good scenes, but just... Like put into a kind of weird context. They brought back Mordo after setting him up as like a a, a villain at the end of the first one, and they mention how he is a villain, but they don't really do anything with him in Earth six one six. Oh yeah. So you know, I kind of would have liked that to
1: yeah to you know come back in some capacity. Oh yeah, the last time we saw Doctor Strange, the first film was like in twenty sixteen, and that was like six years yeah. ago, and that was crazy because I remember you know at the end credits you see Mordo just like attacking this one guy. In a post, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I forgot his name and I thought he was going to be another villain in this film but no he wasn't really explored much I just I got like super confused when I saw him you know when Doctor Strange travels through the universe and then just standing there just like ah oh, yes join us tell us your different universe I was like what yeah I, yeah. I agree I feel like it, it feels similar to Ragnarok in the
0: sense that they have things from previous films that are set up but they're not very interested in actually telling that story. So instead, they just kind of go with their own flow. And to some extent, that's a good thing because you don't want someone, you don't want to make the director and the writers do something they don't want to do. But again, it feels a little bit weird. They just dropped that as a sequel. But the villains yeah. themselves in this film, a little confusing. Obviously, Wanda is the villain and she's great. But who? what's happening at the beginning in the opening scene America and this Dark, Strange variant are getting chased by this one like big like demon creature and we never get any context as to who that was why they were chasing them you know like i thought it would have been like some sort of like thing controlled by wanda but they don't they don't say that like what what was going on in that scene
1: well i thought it was wonder you know dream walking in that universe and then created some demons to chase strange that strange variant and america but yeah we don't get context that
0: that makes sense though i feel like i feel like that would that would make sense i i don't mind that as, as an idea but yeah i definitely think that that could have been a little bit more fleshed out i feel like some of the setup of this film while well executed i do think could have been done you know a little bit better, but, but mm-hmm. there we go. Um, I think that in general, like the 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 exploration that they do of the of the like the the main universe we go to, I can't remember the number, but you know the one with the Illuminati. I thought that was a really nice universe to explore. Yeah. but there was that weird scene where they look, they see their memories. Like that felt like a very weird way to do like character growth and bonding by having them stand on a thing and be like, oh look, that's my memories. Like I was like, okay, sure. <laughs>
1: Oh look, look! It's uh, do you remember this film Infinity War, but in a different universe? Whoa! And then you, you <laughs> see Strange just get obliterated by Black Bolt. Another thing that just reminded me, you know, there's Ultron bots. Yes. Does that mean Tony Stark was in this universe, or did someone else create this Ultron bots? You know, I don't, I
0: don't really know. I would assume so, but like, okay, so is this the same universe from What If? Because of Captain Carter. Because if it's the same universe of what if we know that 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 Howard Stark's there and, and like Nick Fury and stuff, but I I don't know it doesn't really make any sense to me. There's, there's a lot of kind of questions there because obviously uh-huh. in the in the comics the Illuminati includes Professor X, Mister Fantastic, Black Bolt, sometimes Namor, sometimes Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and mm-hmm. Iron Man, and obviously they decided to do Mordo. More and Captain Marvel and Captain Carter, but, like, yeah, I did, I, they don't really give any indication as to whether those heroes... Is. I assume that the Iron Man exists in that universe.
1: Why not? And I just think with those Ultron bots, like, I wish they had brought back Ultron for a bit in this film. Like, that could have be, been, like... Yeah, why really can't we... With it.
0: Ultron was so wasted in his film, and then he was wasted again in What If? And then, like, all I all I want is to see... Like, we thought he was going to be in WandaVision. Like, wh- like, I'd love to see Ultron back in some capacity because
1: he was so wasted in, in his film. He really was. <laughs> and, you know, like, you could have seen that really interesting fight or, like, some really, like, traumatising thing for Wonder. Like, th- mm. that was a massive thing that happened in Sokovia. Like, the whole city just, like, exploded and, and she lost her brother. And mm. isn't that, you know, traumatising? That shouldn't be revisited. But no, Ultron's it- not... Yeah, the, yeah, they they, go, revis-
0: they they revisit it a little bit in WandaVision, but that's more about her brother than it is about Ultron and her, the place where she grew up, the place where she lived. Like, it, it's interesting that they kind of drop that and, and go with other parts of her character. And I like the other parts, but I think it's just an odd choice. I think you're definitely right. I mean, I would like to say about the end of the film, what if Wanda is dead, honestly, I will eat my kettle. I do not believe it. I, not for a second do I believe that Wanda is actually dead. Like, there was that pulse of red energy uh, at the end. Dead. No way. No way is... No way are they going to kill Wanda with white vision out there. Like, that's just too much storytelling potential. No,
1: no way. Oh, yeah. I don't believe it. Oh, yeah. That that vision in WandaVision just... Mm-hmm. He's still alive, right? He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just left at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, guys, She's not dead. Y- yeah, I hope not. I hope she's not because that was a great character. That would be really cool if, like, you know, Kang, the Conqueror... Oh, yeah. Like, I forgot about him.
0: He's he's around. Yeah. He's
1: knocking. He's kicking around. He's good. I wonder if Ooh. he's going to, like, partner up with Wonder. You know
0: what would have <laughs> been great if Kang was on the Illuminati? Because, you know, we've had a variant of Kang in Loki. Oh, that makes sense. If we, yeah, we had a variant of Kang in, in in Loki, and then if we had a variant in Multiverse of Madness in the Illuminati, I feel like that would be really interesting. You know, kind of, because if he's going to be a big villain, setting him up over multiple films would be interesting and we could get to know a different kind of thing. I
1: don't know, that would be, that would be quite cool. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, you know, mm. if he's in Illuminati and then he was like, oh, I set up this multiverse machine. Like, that makes sense where, you know, how do you know which universe they're in? Like, Christine tells Strange that he's in from the universe 616 and, yes. you know, how they got the universe names. And that would be really interesting if they had, like, Kang in that and, like, set up this whole huge villain for Kang. So, yeah. yeah. that would
0: definitely be cool. I mean, like, I think at the end of the day, I don't think that this film used its cameos, you know, for lack of a better term. Okay, I don't think this film used its multiversal characters as well as No Way Home. No Way Home used... At least Doc Ock and Green Goblin, well, they furthered their stories. They furthered the stories of Toby and Andrew. But this film just had them there, like, just so they could be, like, cameos. Like, the Illuminati were just there just for that. They didn't really have any stake in the story, nothing to really tell strange, like, about himself. I don't know. I feel like it was just fan service here, whereas in No Way Home, it was a bit more
1: than that. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand, yeah, like, how they used John Kaczynski I think that's it. But well, I mean, we got Professor X, Black Bolt. But they were all there to like just make the fans happy. Oh yeah, and Captain Carter. Mm, it is Captain yes, Carter, course. right? It is Captain Carter. I mean, because I said Captain British, British Captain British. Yeah, Captain Britain. Britain. <laughs> Captain Britain. Yeah, that's an actual. I mean, th- that's an actual superhero. Yeah. Captain Britain <laughs> I, is
0: is in the Lego game. Remember, you can get you can get. Uh, it yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah. I was like, oh, there's there's a hero called Captain Britain. Mm okay sure, sure why not let's i would um, be surprised if we didn't see captain britain somewhere other and um, the oh there's one thing and um, there's one thing we haven't talked about is strange himself you know throughout the film he feels like defeated like uh, well i mean like not kind of defeated like you know he sees christine getting married he, he's mm. he's down bad like he's trying to you know f- fix his life together and then you know once he goes to a different universe he sees a different Christine and there's this whole arc you know whether he wants to be in a different universe with christine or you know just accept who he is but, you know how he's going to you know deal with his life and then at the end when you know strange uses the dark hold and done finishing with it and then he tells christine that he loves her in every universe and that's mm. that's a better statement than i love you 3000 that I, that's <laughs> yeah totally well, i agree every I, yeah.
0: I think that was really 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 nice yeah. And I don't really believe in their relationship based on the first one. Hmm. Obviously, it's not really a relationship, but I don't think that it was developed very well. But I think Christine got a lot to do in this film. And yeah,
1: I, I indeliz- like the way that
0: they, that they furthered that. Uh, and they also furthered Strange's arc in the first one by having him care for America. You know, they make him different than how he is in all the other universes. They kind of definitely show this Strange as a unique
1: yeah, that was a really emotional bit, you know, like he was trying to, you know, tell him that he still loves her, but then he has to accept that he has to find someone else. I I don't know, like, you know. He's hmm. got to go and get himself a third eye. Ah. Yeah, at the end, like this whole bit, you know, when he fixes the watch, but only with his hands, and that's a really interesting detail, you know, like usually he would yeah. use magic to solve things. Like he he used sorcery to you know, fix his tie, you know, like he couldn't do his tie at the beginning when he goes to the wedding, and then he fixes the watch. And I thought that was a really nice detailed show that you've moved on.
0: Yeah, and I didn't notice that. That was that was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We like that. And then yeah, at that, the that end we, we got
0: straight Woo. Woo. eye. Woo. That was very Sam Raimi. It felt like, you know, like having watched all the Evil Dead films, they all yeah. and even like dra- and even like Drag Me to Hell, they all kind of end with like this kind of big, you know, like final moment that is like a bit of a shock. And I feel like that was definitely in line with that, just him kind of being like, ah, oh, and then that's how it ends. Like, that was, that was really fun.
1: Yeah. And I like you know, as he's stumbling, like, across the pavement and then, like, that he he's got the third eye, I realised, you know, mm-hmm. like, there was, like, you know, wind, like, blowing in and then, like, it was creating this chaotic energy around it. I was like, wow, okay. There was
0: also... This happens a couple of times through the film. Danny Elfman uses this kind of electric guitar riff, and I thought that was like oh, a very interesting sound yeah. to use for this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I remember now. I remember there's a guitar riff. I was like, oh yeah, it's like, Beow! yeah. It's like, I remember. Sure. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, and that post-credit scene. It's Charlize Theron in the post-credit scene. Is it where she? Co- yeah, it is. And she comes. She comes through. She's playing Clea, I think, or Clea. I don't know. Um, I haven't really looked into it. But and, and she's like, we're gonna go through the multiverse uh, because you've created a, a divergence or, or, or whatever it was that she called it. Yeah, I assume there'll be more multiversal travel in the next one.
1: Okay, then that must lead up to Kane the Conqueror, then.
0: Yeah, possibly. I don't really know what's happening with that because he's apparently in Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which is yeah, when's next that? Year. Next, That's year. next year. Yeah, sometime.
1: I think it's in February next year. Uh, well, hopefully uh, we'll get yes. Loki season two. Hopefully we'll get Loki season two to like you know understand what the hell's going yeah,
0: less, on. Where's Loki? My, my God! I like come on, like they're giving us like Miss Marvel and She Hulk and like oh. I think you you know we were talking oh, yeah. about it and then you even said like all you care about is is
1: Loki and I agree. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, Falcon them Winter Soldier? No. Loki? Yes. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> no. Uh there's there's a lot of Marvel shows right now and I'm oh. like what should I do <sighs> another what? another week But we got Daredevil coming back for Disney Plus. Yes, we do.
0: Interesting, very interesting. I mean, hopefully it's as good as the original show. It won't be, but like that would be nice. <laughs> hopefully they'll
1: add in some comedy. Just what we need.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, oh no. John's joined the dark side. So the third yeah, eye. I, guess, I guess that's his third eye's opening. So I mean, I guess that's just another week, another MCU thing. Yeah. So what do you think? You give out of ten? I
1: really like this film. You know, with the score, you know, with the cinematography, mm. I thought it was like, mm. you know, experimental. You know, with the horror, horror elements and you know, Wonder being the villain, that was great. Hell you yeah! Know, we got. To hell yeah! It, what? Sorry. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, hell yeah! I thought you said, "Oh hell no!" I was like, "Oh what?" And then you're like, oh, oh, dare hell, you go. Hell "How dare you? How yeah. dare you say these things?" I'm gonna give this film a seven out of ten. I really liked it. Okay, yeah, no, I think I could agree with that. I can't decide between seven or an eight, but I think probably
0: seven. I think you're right. It wasn't as good as Sonic Two, was it? <laughs> no, no, but it was a nothing really good. It was a really good film. I, I liked it. Yeah, but yeah, Sonic I agree.
1: Two. Woo, Sonic Two. No, that's oh
0: no, that's cinema, and you can watch our episode on that <laughs> right cinema, now man. if you're interested, and you should be. So yeah, that I does. guess that's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed it, please give it a thumbs up and you can subscribe if you want to see more. We've done loads of Marvel stuff recently. We did Dark Strange last week, we did Moon Knight the week before, we did Avengers for its 10 year anniversary, and we've got oh, loads of coming because next week we're doing Thor, the first Thor from 2011, and we're going to be continuing on with the Thor films. And we're also going to be doing a lot of summer blockbusters. We've got Top Gun, we've got Jurassic World, we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi, we've got Lightyear, we've got Bullet Train, we've got The Grey Man, we've got Miss Marvel. There's loads of stuff coming out and you will not want to miss it. So subscribe if you want to see all of that. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you want to hear our thoughts or see our amazing thumbnails at time Film Pod. Or you can tell us your thoughts or questions at time Film Pod at gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll answer it on the pod. And I think that's everything.
1: Thank you for listening. We enjoyed talking about. Strange Multiverse Madness, good film, absolutely. Yeah, if, good if you film, want to, yeah, good film. Th- thumbs up, a <laughs> thumbs down is way, way down like one or two, but yeah, uh, thank you for uh, for listening. Um, take what you're giving. Oh, big, be, be, oh, oh, yeah, yeah do, yeah, do
0: that. Don't forget, everyone, but, be, yeah, safe, be yeah, please safe and be
1: good. You know, you, you don't want to be opening your third eye or something like you know, <laughs> get hold don't of the open dark open hole, that third eye. And thank you for listening. Uh take what you given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.